What's up, everyone? Hello. Hi. It's me, Casey Brown. I'm still here. We're still here. We are here. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I have been like, I need to pick up the microphone or plug in the microphone, I guess, because I set up my desk and had everything together, put the mic up. And I just kept looking at it and I was like, I need to get back into my podcast and do these things that help me even like sort through my own thoughts, right? Like just by talking, um, I always kind of laugh with, uh, well, first of all, I always laugh because Kita picks up a squeaky toy Every time I try to start a podcast, and that's currently what she has right now. So if you hear a squeaky toy in the background, welcome to True to You Chats, and I'll try to uh, divert her attention to a bone instead of a squeaky toy, but um, I digress. Here we are, and I always tell my therapists, like, you know, we talk about in the beginning, like, what is what I look for in a therapist, what helps me, um, you know, what techniques. And it always comes back to, so I'm probably going to talk a lot. And that's how I deal with things. And I get it out. And then I feel so much freaking better after. And then obviously they then help you unpack all of these thoughts and <laughs> words that just came flying out of your mouth, but it's really good because we've, or we've, I've found a therapist locally right when we moved here to Pennsylvania. So that was on one of my top priority lists was to not only get, you know, settled. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Um, but also to find a team again, that's going to support me the way that I need support. And that was something in Rhode Island that I was so thankful for was the team around me and the support that I had. Not only my friends and my friends out there that were family, um, but also, you know, I had a chiropractor. I had um, acupuncture. I got a massage. I got massage. I had an online therapist at the time. And there were just so many different pieces of the puzzle that I needed to help support myself. And especially someone that runs their own business or does their own thing, it's really easy to think you have to do it all. And I quickly realized that I can't do it all and I need help. And there's people that are trained professionals that are meant to help us. And if you find them and you trust them and you, you know, have a great, find a great connection with them, like keep those people close. And those are the people that got me out of a really bad rut during the pandemic. And whenever I started to kind of spiral with my anxiety again, and we talked about that in episode one, and that's kind of what launched this podcast to begin with. But that was the main thing moving here was I will find that team again. So I've been researching you know, different chiropractors. I've been, I researched different uh, therapists and I found one right off the bat, thank goodness, that I just connect with. And it's in person, which I also think is really important for me because I'm such an in-person person. 
with what I do for a living. Um, you know, Zoom, I think, is great to a certain extent, uh, especially with being able to be anywhere at any time. Like on Monday, I'm doing a presentation for my cousin's sorority in South Carolina. And it's awesome that I can do that and not have to leave my townhouse. But at the same time, when it comes to therapy or my training style, I I just really love that in-person in-person interaction. And with therapy for me, I just find it really beneficial. And I have been already challenged and uh, uncomfortable in a good way. Uncomfortable meaning that we've already been unpacking things that I've been wanting to unpack. And it's anything in life that is hard and uncomfortable that you are going through mental health wise, it's always, it always is better on the other side to actually physically and mentally go through the uncomfortable uh, feelings and thoughts with your therapist or in your brain. And on the other end, you realize that you will survive and things will be okay and you will be able to manage. And my therapist is working on, um, I'm always saying it wrong, cognitive behavioral therapy. So CBT, which is a lot of um, unpacking step-by-step these thoughts and essentially like debunking these thoughts in your head. And and just, it's just a really, we just started today. And I think I did a lot of it when I was younger too, but um, it's, it's needed. And I already feel better after one day of working it out with her and her challenging me to really talk out loud of these things and these thoughts and this anxiety. And I, it's kind of swooping me right into what I wanted to talk about today, which is kind of just an update as to where we are, um, what's going on since the last episode (laughs) kind of left you hanging there whenever we were moving. Um, it honestly feels like we moved four years ago. I, it is the craziest, like, mind warp when you move, especially like different to a different state. Um, you know, for seven years, we came to Pennsylvania to visit family and friends. And it almost like hasn't clicked in yet that we're not just visiting, like we can actually see our family and our friends like every weekend if we wanted to or during the week. And and that's just something we haven't done or been able to do in such a long time. And so it's been a really cool um experience, but it also has been a very, I essentially feel like I lost track of time and months and days. And it was, you're just in a whole different brain framework of getting yourself kind of settled in a new space, um, a new space, a new community, a new area, a new way of life, you know, and, and you're so used to doing the same thing for so long and having your quote unquote places, you know, and my team and my clients and my classes and my athletes. And I built all of that for seven years. And it was, it was some of the hardest thing, the hardest things or people and experiences that I've ever had to say like, quote unquote, see you later to, because it's each person that I've ever worked with or trained or like you see these people more than you see your actual family, you know, in a lot of cases you're with them two, three, four days a week. And it's a crazy experience to have to go from that when your 
you're grooving, right? You're in a routine. You have your schedule. You have your people. You're you're just on a very consistent wavelength. And then you pack up and leave. And it didn't even hit me until I think we were here. Um, and there's a whole long story that I, I won't get into a ton of detail. But basically, uh, the place that we were... Uh, looking forward to essentially moving into ended up not being what we originally thought that it was going to be. And that caused a huge ruffle in our plans and our mindset in our brains. And it was an instant speed bump that we had to overcome. And instead of just kind of moving and flowing into a new chapter we had to, you know, come up to some heavy, some big speed bumps and thank God for family and friends and my husband and all of the support that we had to get us through like a crazy couple days. Um, and then we were finally, you know, into a place that's, that's very comfortable and we're, um, you know, we're, we're able to move forward, you know, with that. And so I think that you take into account, not only did we move, but then we ran into a speed bump, which wasn't expected. And then that's when everything hit me and I cried. And it's funny because I, I'm such an emotional person. Like I, I'll cry watching like a dog video or I'll cry watching a homecoming video or whatever it is. Like I am an emotional human. I feel things on a very deep level. I'm very empathetic as we've talked about on this podcast. But whenever we were moving, it was, and my therapist at the time said it really well. You know, I said, I feel, it's like, I can't cry, but I feel the emotion and it's, I'm like tired, right? Like I I felt so like drained, not in like a bad way. I was just like, gosh, I'm just drained, right? Like you're packing and you're, you're packing this freaking U-Haul of everything. And we were, you know, we needed furniture and all this stuff. And then, you know, you're doing that and then you're finishing up work and then you're saying goodbye to people that in kids, my kids that I love so much and my clients and my friends and my family out there. And the, my therapist said it best. She said, you know, your people, right? Your, your circle of people that are saying goodbye to you are saying it one time to you, right? Like they're emotional in that moment. And it is, it's an emotional thing. And she goes, you're saying it 75 times, you know, like you're saying goodbye or see you later multiple, multiple times. So it's okay that you're not crying every time you're saying goodbye because it's, it's like you're essentially in survival mode, right? Like you're trying to keep yourself in a place of homeostasis when you're body and brain are, are a little bit stressed because of the actual aspect of moving and packing and everything that comes along with that. And like remembering to eat dinner and remembering to drink water. And you're just like in a different mindset of, I need to get this stuff done before we have to leave. Right. And then you're throwing in all the emotion that comes with that. And for me too, it was such a beautiful time, which sounds opposite of what people might think if you're sad, but it was such, I was blown away. Um, some of our really close friends that became family, um, 
threw us a going away party and it was, it was so amazing. And like the thought and detail and everything that went into it. And, um, it, (laughs) there were speeches given, really awesome speeches given. Um, there were moments, there were tears, there were hugs, there was, you know, talking about the past seven years and all the memories and gosh, it was just, it's almost like, again, it's like I wanted to cry. I was so overwhelmed with like emotion and, um, but I felt so comforted in the support and to just take a look from the outside looking in and feel so thankful for everyone there and everyone that was involved in that and everyone that was involved in the last seven years of our lives there. And when you get everyone together in one room and you realize not only the impact that maybe, you know, I had had on them or my husband or my family, but it's also the impact that they had on me and they still have on me. And it's, it's just really amazing to move away from an area that we fell in love with, totally fell in love with. And there's a, and, and, but to still feel very comforted by those relationships that those will never go anywhere. And that's pretty magical and pretty amazing. Um, and there's also, when I moved here and started working with my therapist right away, there is also a very valid sense of grief, right? So like a very valid sense of grieving um, a loss, a loss of being in person with these people that we love and being being at different areas, right, that we love. I mean, we lived right on the water. It was my, it became water became such a huge piece of my life and a huge piece of my, um, healing. And now we still do live on close to the water. We live by the great lakes. Um, but it was just a place that we completely fell in love with. And there's that grief of, okay, this place is no longer where we live. Right. And, but we still feel like our soul and our heart and pieces of those do live there. And that's, a pretty awesome feeling. And so working with my therapist on, Hey, like you're going to feel some grief. Like you're going to, you're going to grieve this life that you've lived for seven years. And, but that doesn't mean that you can't start a new one. And I think that that could be not only with my situation of moving and, you know, starting new somewhere, but for maybe your situation of whatever you're going through, of maybe grieving something that you've lost, a person, a place, a thing, a job, an idea, a dream, something. And then looking at it as a way of new opportunity and uh, being able to write uh, another chapter in your journey. And that's that's pretty, pretty amazing. Um, and I think that when I started to really try to work on my mindset, shifting towards that, it started to open up some pathways for me that my life wasn't over. (laughs) I think when you struggle with anxiety, it's, or maybe even if you're not struggling with anxiety, you feel that when something like this happens or that you're, you know, taken, not taken. I don't mean that in that way, but you're, you're, you're out of your normal or you're taken away from your normal day to day life. It's really easy to feel lost and almost hopeless. Like 
how am I going to start this whole thing again? Or how am I going to build this again? Like nobody knows who I am out here. And it's, uh, it can be very tough to try and rebuild when you feel like nobody even knows who you are and what you're capable of in this new area. And I think for a couple of weeks, I really struggled with, with that. It was my confidence definitely went down and I was thinking, how do I go or how do I get to where I just was? Like I was ready to start work like day one, like, let's go, let's find clients, let's do this. And I quickly had to give myself some grace and shift my focus a little bit into getting settled and working on a couple projects and flipping some furniture that I've been wanting to do forever and get these things together in our new place and get used to the area and know, find a coffee shop that, uh, that I love. And it's funny because I, if anyone's listening to this from Bristol, Rhode Island, I was obsessed with the beehive. Um, the beehive pantry was my favorite uh, coffee shop and it's, they also have a, a cafe that I was obsessed with. And I would go there. They knew my order and everything. And I was destined to find a place here that was similar to them. And I will say after many, many coffee places that I have tried here, which are all very good, I finally found a place that tastes just like my beehive latte. And the day that I found that, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It was like such an exciting day. Um, But it's like the little things that kind of just help you with your day and things you enjoy. And that's something I've always enjoyed is making coffee at home, but also like finding a place that I can get my iced almond milk latte. And it tastes just like the beehive. And I was freaking pumped about it. So it just has taken time to rewrite and start rewriting that story. And a lot of times I think I've wrapped myself up in my job. I've wrapped my happiness up in working. And I love, like literally love what I do. Training athletes, training clients, training anyone in general, teaching a class. It is what lights my soul on fire. Um, But I also needed to learn how to be happy without all of that. And I think that that's what the last month and a half has really opened up my eyes to spending more time with just me. Um, spending a lot of time with my dog. Thank God. She's like, you know, my best friend. And just, you know, we, we've explored together. We've tried different walking paths. We walk by the water. We, we do all these things together. And then even like my husband and I, like we haven't even like for years, we haven't eaten dinner together on during the weekday. Obviously it's part of being a trainer sometimes, you know, like you, you, you work from four to 8 PM, some weeknights or three to seven, some weeknights. And a lot of the times, I'd eat dinner at two, two thirty and or three o'clock and, you know, leave. And then he wouldn't be home till after five and then he would eat by himself and that's fine. But it was kind of been nice to kind of, you know, play husband and wife and, and be able to eat dinner together and just even wash the dishes together and like, just do little things like that. And I think it was just a really good reset for us, um, that we didn't even realize that we needed. So I, the point of coming on here. Um, and I'm so glad I did honestly for just, you know, this is true to you chats, but I, 
I had other things. I, I want to take Keita for a walk today. I'm, I'm meeting with actually a couple soccer people because I've been really pushing forward with connecting and can, making connections and getting my name out there. And everything that I did the first time when I restarted again. And I think that my dog's probably going to bark right now because there is a truck that pulled up outside. So hold on one second. Okay. So she didn't really bark. So that's great. Um, but what I do, I kind of want to wrap this up and basically talk about the moral of the story is that when last month, I think I really found myself questioning my path, not in a bad way, meaning that I think I had a vision for what it was going to be. And I think it's going to be different. And I think that with the help of, again, having a team around me and an amazing husband who is such an amazing listener. Um, and I've been talking with Sam, who obviously you guys know is just uh, my right-hand man in this industry, um, to trust myself and be Casey and I think with a new situation and a new um, blank slate, I found myself resorting back to old ways of trying to prove myself to other people or feel that my success lied in other people or trying to fit into a mold of playing it safe because I'm new. And I think that every time I thought something was going to go a certain direction, it kind of went a different direction. And I think it was the universe's way of being like, this isn't your path. You need to trust Casey. And all I need is to show up as myself. And I confidently know I'm good at what I do. I'm meant to do what I do. And I need to lean into that and trust that this path was here for an opportunity and a reason. And it was really cool to talk with Sam the other day. I was just blabbing off, blah, 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 blah. Like as I'm making dinner, I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. Like here's what's going on. Here's where I'm at. I'm frustrated. I thought this was going to work out, but it didn't end up working out. And now I don't know really what I want to do or what direction. And he basically was like, can I give you my opinion? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, be Casey. Like, make your connections. Do your thing. Like, the second you meet people, like, game over. Like, just be Casey. You're going to get you're gonna get clients. You're going to find athletes. You're going to – people are going to know. They're going to start to know who you are, and they're going to want to work with you. Like, you just need to trust in that. And it all came back to – the what I talked about in the last episode, which I know hit home with people because it hits home with me, is stop trying to prove yourself to everyone else but yourself. Right? So it's like I you if the I have proven myself, right? I have started my own business out of college. I jumped in with two feet. I had one client in my parents freaking laundry room. That's very nice. It's a very nice gym down there. But I had one client that I trained at my parents' house to start. And if I would have let that dictate what the rest of my profession looked like, I would have never moved forward. And 
the fact that I just kept going and kept staying true to who I was and following my passion, it's what leads, it's what has led me to where I am today. And I have done a lot of things that I should be very proud of. And more recently, I had to write a resume which I haven't gotten, oh my gosh, in so long. And like a professional, you know, other than like just like a one-sheeter that I've done, you know, to give people a little bio of me. But this was a full-on resume. And I ran to the coffee shop, busted it out two hours. I'm like, this is going to be the best resume ever. And I was, I was running out of room on that piece of paper. And I'm like, gosh, Casey, you have done a lot. And stop trying to feel that you have to prove to everyone. Like just – prove to yourself. You've already proven what you can do. Just lean into that. And and it's not, and I hope this hits home, even if you're not a trainer and no matter what you're doing in your life, <laughs> you have probably proven yourself over and over and over again. And the fact that we keep feeling that we need to, instead of just leaning into what we've done and who we are and being confident in that, that's the moral of this story. And I need it for myself. I need to hear it for myself too, is I've proven myself as a trainer, as Casey Brown, as a youth training specialist. I've proven myself. Now keep freaking leaning into that and that will come. And that will come. And same with whatever you're going through, whatever job you have, whatever it might not even be a job. It might be something completely different that you feel that you're constantly feeling you need to prove yourself to other people when I guarantee you've already proven yourself to other people and they know who you are. Because if you show up and you're authentic and you work hard and you, you show up as yourself, guarantee you've proven yourself already. And just lean in to all that work that you've already put in. Because that's what I had to remember when I'm sitting there and I'm sad and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I went from a full schedule to like literally a handful of Zoom clients, which I'm so thankful for. Oh my God, it's been so nice to have that and connect with those people and, and everything. But when I go from a crazy busy schedule to not so much and I'm sitting here thinking like, what am I doing? I needed to remember. I needed to write that resume to see what I've done and what I've already accomplished and what I'm known for. And the people that will find you will be lucky because they found you and you will be lucky because you found them. And even if it's people or a situation or an opportunity, people, opportunity, whatever it may be, they are lucky to have found you. And that's what you have to remember. That's what you have to remember because you're good at what you do and you have proven it over and over and over again. So lean into it, be yourself, show up as yourself and guarantee people around you feel that way even if they don't say it all the time. They feel your authenticity. They feel your hard work. They feel your passion. They feel you as a person and that is a really cool place to be and feel and be confident going into an opportunity that, you know, not to sound like cocky, but it's like these people are lucky to have me in this position because I will work hard and I will show up and I will do what I said I'm going to do and I will change lives. And that's awesome. So with that, 
I have a couple meetings this weekend because I leaned back into Casey and I started reaching out and connecting, which is my grandpa has always taught me to do. And now that I'm home, I will have my grandpa on this podcast because he will change your lives. But he always said, you know, that connections and relationships are the most important things and they really are. And so I'm making connections, putting myself out there. I've got two meetings this weekend to kind of get some things hopefully figured out for training and I'm pumped. I am pumped. So I hope that this can help anyone out there listening. Again, whether you're a trainer or not, I really think that hopefully my crazy life lessons can somehow (laughs) carry over into your world. Uh, Let me know if they do. I mean, that means the most to me whenever I get reached out to and they're like, I just needed to hear that. Because so many times in my life when people post things or I listen to other people tell stories or whatever, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to hear that. Thank you so much. And it's so important to let people know um, how they make you feel. So I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your day. Look at me for keeping this under 30 minutes. Go Casey. Um, just so you know, I have Joelle's interview part two coming up. Um, and then I've got another couple guests scheduled. So we've got some things happening. I also want to get Corey on the podcast because he's been hiding from it for too long. So he's going to be on the podcast. I'm going to get my grandpa, my mom. I got all these peeps, uh, in person now, so they can't hide from the microphone, but, um, make sure to like, I don't think you can like these. Look at me pretending I'm on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe um, to the podcast. Make sure to follow it on Instagram, True to You Chats. I'm Powercakes on Instagram. That might be changing soon, wink, wink. So we'll see what's going on there. A little surprise for you. And uh, that's about it, guys. So keep an eye out for some upcoming shows. And I love you all so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day or a great night, whatever time you are listening to this. If you're driving, drive safe. Okay. Have a great one. I'll talk to you later. Bye.